Hi everybody, Sandy Mackey. And Al, Al Curtis, uh, I was going to say, and Ask the Pool Guy. Al Curtis from Ask the Pool Guy. We are coming live today on location from a project that we're working on. Just, again, a uh, peaceful, amazing atmosphere. And kind of just a good place to be able to sit and talk about the things that we do. Absolutely. One of the things that I was hoping we would talk about today is what we will be doing in the very near future, meaning we've got a couple of business conferences to attend. The first one coming up next week in Denver, followed by about a month and a half later, the International Pool Show in Las Vegas. And what we will be doing at both places is sharing a little bit of the story of our certain way and how we developed our company into what it is now. And I know part of our message is going to be that if people aren't already doing this, if people aren't already doing this, they should begin to incorporate some of these elements into what they're doing for their business. So we're going to be developing some uh, support resources in the form of like some Facebook communication groups and websites and things like that. So let's talk about kind of what our certain way and all these shifts and embracing doing video has done for us and then um, kind of what we hope comes from this in the future. I think the most obvious place to start for me is when we got involved doing video you know how uncomfortable I was with doing video and not wanting to and always saying no 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 we'll do it later but what I think more than anything else is that helped us create clarity for us not sharing our message for others to hear and understand and then hire us but rather by doing that process we started honing the story of who we are and why we do what we do and the message was really for us in the beginning as much as we thought it was about push marketing out in the world so people would know our story I really think it was about us learning us learning what our company could be and what if we decided to do things what it could you know what could come as a result of it so I think that's probably the first most important Although, no one probably wants to hear that. Everyone wants to hear, the first video makes you a million dollars. I mean, really, because well, I'll do video if I can make money with it. But I think there's a lot more that goes into it, especially for long-term, in developing our certain way. If you're just doing it because you're trying to make a viral video or you're whatever, kind of short-sighted, that's a bit short-sighted. I suppose it helps in, in some cases if you have a viral video. But for us, it was, it was the methodical process of learning who we were and why we do what we do and as a net result create this way that makes sense for us. Mm -hmm. I was having a conversation yesterday and here's just an illustration of how video is so effective. I was talking to someone and they said well here's what I'd like to do, here's my, my target audience and here's what I'm interested in and they're just not finding me so I don't think that they exist like my target client where I currently am. And I said, no, I think it's actually different. I think that if you started telling your story in a way that was a little more clear for them, they would absolutely find you. And I know that to be true because for us, look at, we're in southeastern Michigan. We build unique, custom, one-of-a-kind, fabulously intricate, artistic design creations. And at first glance, when we had started this, I know there might have been a little bit of doubt. Can we find enough customers who want what we have? And what we found is that by doing video and explaining over and over and over again through stories, through show and tell, through documenting the process, 
we have found more than enough customers here in southeastern right, Michigan yeah. mm -hmm. that would like what we do because somebody could look at our pool company and they could say you build pools in Michigan and the assumption would be Florida or California or Texas would be the only places that you could do something like this and we've proved that through storytelling the right people are everywhere and they can find you. I think that's a key point is they are everywhere. Probably for me one of the greatest shifts that happened in the company for me is I finally stopped looking for everyone. You know, I heard you talk about it. I heard you instruct other people how you don't need every, everyone, you need the certain one. And yet I was sort of of that mentality that when the phone rings, you take it and you try to help them and you try to make money with it. And yet what we now know is that's not right at all. And by becoming really clear on the types of things that we wanted, it's amazing that there's plenty of people out there. Most people don't even know it exists and they want it. And if no one presents it to them, then they don't know it's possible. I do know and I've heard so many stories in the recent years of people who settled for something because they didn't know what they really wanted existed in the pool industry in Michigan. Now, you know, I mean, you could probably say anywhere USA or anywhere world, but we're from Michigan, and like you said, very most people go, you build pools in Michigan? There's a sense that it's an Arctic, you know, nine months of the year we're under an Arctic freeze. And yet we have a full season. We have a full summer and a spring and fall that's, that's swim-worthy. But the people here that maybe have been to the Caribbean and they went to a resort and they see this really cool thing or, or they traveled all over the country or the world and they see things, they just don't know what's possible here because they don't know or they didn't know that someone could do it or someone was qualified to do it and that's as we got better at telling our story it's certainly of course easier to find because we're online and you can just about bump into us anywhere online if you search anything you're going to find us and if someone takes just a few minutes to, to watch one of our videos that gives them that into wow it is possible mm -hmm. but we had to create that because I don't think it was I don't think people thought it was possible of course it was there's some companies doing great stuff I don't think that people, shoppers, buyers, believed it was possible until they run into someone like us that's sharing our story. Mm -hmm. And I think telling the story is so important. And as we get into talking about how we did this, I know part of the building blocks for what we're going to explain is the organic marketing tic-tac-toe. And that whole process, I really believe, makes selling irrelevant. It's telling a story, it's marketing, it's positioning yourself in front of people so they can't help but like learn about what you're doing and it makes the process really smooth. Would you say that you sell anything and even in our service environment we're not no. selling, we're expressing this is who we are, this is what we do mm -hmm. and people call and they say well here's what I need and they've already sold themselves mm -hmm. before we have to do anything. Yeah I think that I don't go on sales calls. I go on appointments that are just to meet people in person because they already know me. They already know what we do and they already have self-selected as, yeah, I want them. And so if it's selling, it's kind of cool because all I do is show up and tell more of the stories that they've already heard. But now it's coming from my own mouth and not from a video of my mouth. And it just reinforces that everything, again, part of this goes to authenticity, though. 
is we're authentically us online as we're offline. And I think if we weren't, if we were hired actors online and then they met us in person, there'd be a disconnect. But I think because we're authentically us both places, I'm going to look the same no matter what and act the same no matter what. And we haven't edited out bloopers. We haven't edited out mistakes. We haven't edited out me tripping and falling. That's part of who I am. And if they witness that behavior, then it just makes me more real, not less real. And I do really appreciate, I think we learned that initially from Gary Vaynerchuk. When he was doing Wine Library TV, he would, he would say that, you know, we don't cut, we don't edit. It's a one-take thing, and it is what it is. And he, he would have to take a phone call, or he'd have to run out of the room, whatever. They just let the tape roll. And I think that what that did for me was he became very real. And then when we met him in person, he was that exact same guy. And I think that was the lesson that I took from him into in, in the authenticity standpoint. I don't know if, if that's kind of where you picked it up as well, but I know that I became authentically me. Both I, I hope that I don't put on my, okay, now it's time to have a conversation on. Mm-hmm. I would rather just as just who I am having that conversation and telling that story. You know, I don't know if that's where I picked it up from. I didn't watch nearly as much Wine Library TV as you. What I did realize early on, though, was I was okay with short clips. They didn't have to be edited. They mm-hmm. didn't have to be polished. That's one thing in this whole journey of us putting together all our video. We have hired some video people in the past to help us with different things. And what we, what I vow is that was the way to do it was just get the content together and I know that there's people who go to film school and they go to videographer editing classes and that is awesome and there's a place Place for for that Mm -hmm. style that wasn't ever going to hold us back though because we've learned all the tools you know how to edit video I know how to edit video everybody in our office knows how to edit video we're not editing professionals but we can get a product together and by product I mean like a clip of a video that looks and sounds perfect to be shared on social channels. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot to be said too with your and my age difference. You're of that next younger generation that has has grown up more and is more hip to YouTube and you know just being authentically yourself instead of needing that polish of television. You know I think I have I have a decade plus more years of being indoctrinated into the, uh, you know, the TV television programming way that that you don't have, and so for me, it was watching Wine Library re- repeatedly. A guy your age, uh, I mean, we're from the same ends of a spectrum of a generation, but he's he's your age, and and that's how he was talking. So that probably was just natural for you. For me, I watched a lot of it. I'm not a wine drinker. I I. But I've watched hundreds of his episodes of Wine Library TV just because I was intrigued with his approach of being authentic. He was just himself, reviewing wine, just being the guy, not being some sophisticated whatever. But he didn't edit it. it he let it be, and he let his missteps and his mistalks and his misspeaks be what they were because they're part of who he is. And so maybe that was a little more, a little bit more ingrained in you. I know that that was for me, having witnessed that just then you saying it would reinforce it all the time. And I probably, as I watched that, was hearing you say it anyway, and it just sort of came together as, oh, let's just be authentic. Let's not try to you know, be anything that we're not. You know, maybe I was a little closer to it, although as you're telling that story, I'm thinking the first time I got online, I was in college. So I didn't grow up with this either, the way that 
generations now are, the internet and going on YouTube when you were five. I mean, you know, five-year-olds now who can do that? But by the time you got to college, I was in my 30s. So it's still, you know, again, I wasn't online any earlier than you, but I also had more years of misunderstanding where the world was going. And I, I just think it was easier. doesn't mean mm -hmm. that, you know, we might have started out at the same point and started doing the exact same things at the same time, but my mindset and my programs and my tapes in my head had been farther indoctrinated into what it was supposed to be. Well, if I could express what I hope happens as a result of our upcoming travels and sharing our certain way and then sharing organic marketing, my goal would be to kind of create a collaborative group of people that are embarking on this journey together. So there's people at different levels of experience with it. So you have everything from beginners who are just getting started to advanced users, meaning um, you know people that have gotten as far as we have with it, and then I know we have our marketing club and they're kind of somewhere in between. So moving everybody forward who kind of tunes into this message and says, yeah, that makes sense for me. I'd like to do more of that. That's the kind of community and collaboration that I'd like to see come out of this moving forward. What I would like to see, you know, just listening to what you were saying, I, there's a couple points for me that I would like to see. I would like to see the group in general stay away from the cappy schmarmy marketing tricks and techniques and ploys, which are fine. I mean, they're, they're quick return on investment money things, which is okay sometimes, but I would hope that this is a deeper sense of really understanding why we do this and why we love what we do and helping everyone in the group learn to love what they do, even if they haven't found the love for it yet. We can all learn a love for something. And so I would think the first thing for me would be, I would hope that the authenticity part of who we are and our companies are comes out more than the, hey, here's the next slick latest gizmo, doodad, doohickey that you can use to, you know, get, get marketing. And, and we know all the stuff. We know what works. We know lumpy mail works. We know, you know, putting your putting your subscribe button here puts that, you know, we know a lot of that stuff. And it's I think it's all really good. Mm -hmm. But for me, the, the organic marketing part is less about the cappy, quick, how can I be, you know, less outrageous, about the the outrageous marketing. Piece yeah, it's about the storytelling. It's more about the storytelling. And the certain way, the, the why I exist in this plane of, of how I do what I do is way more important to be able to tell that story than the quick sale. And granted, we all need quick sales sometimes, so I think we can touch on that, but I would hope that it becomes less of that it's more and more of... It's holistic view of life development and kind of reaching into business because especially if it's video centric, it'll be you on there. So developing you kind of and your life skills at the same time that you're developing this marketing message. And we mm -hmm. call it storytelling. It's not make-believe stories. No. It's life actual stories yeah. Yeah. that we share. Well, that way. you use the term all the time, business parables. Yes. It's, it's very much telling a parable around a business. You know, it's, it's just telling that story of something that happened or something that you did so that it connects and relates to people. And I think it's it's marketing parables. It's just us being able to, and it is telling stories, like you said though, it's not made up stories, it's authentically real things that we do and have done that have worked and not worked and then we kind of share that in a way that resonates with people.
And I think a lot of people have great stories, but they don't know how to tell them. Right. Instead, they they are trying to market to themselves instead of marketing to the people that would really want their product because themselves isn't necessarily their ideal client. Or they're trying to kind of market into this imaginary set of standards that mm. they believe might exist. I see a lot of people who think, and that's why when we talk about in the tic-tac-toe, when somebody starts to think about marketing, they start to think about the stuff and how to put a website together and business cards and brochures and things like that. And that's, you know, the third to the last thing that I would do. If yeah, that's I was a little window marketing. dressing on the so, on the package. Yeah, and I it, it's it's great that people start somewhere. The way that we start yeah. kind of guides people in a great direction. And I was talking to um, a newer. Um, person that was introduced to the organic marketing tic-tac-toe yesterday and she said she kind of repeated to me the reason that organic marketing came about in the first place it was because I was trying to create in my mind an at-a-glance easy way to understand kind of how to approach marketing how it all works together and I came up with the tic-tac-toe board and I was talking to Jody yesterday and she said you know the way that you explain this and how you start in the middle and how you go through everything, it's just a great framework and it makes it not compartmentalized, but it, it makes it simple. It gives you a blueprint to follow in like a really easy, logical way. So it's serving its purpose and I think I've come to understand the magic of it even more now than I have up to this point. Well, probably because social proof, recognizing that each of these steps helps improve people's market and people's business. But also, when you're just starting out in marketing, even if you've been at it for a long time and you're trying to market your company or your product, it's pretty overwhelming to think of all the things that you should be doing because everybody has their own advice. Everyone, if you talk to 10 different people, they're gonna give you 10 different ideas and they all think they're the most important. So here you as the marketer goes, which one are all of them? Then there's an anxiousness around Am I doing the right one? Should I be doing that one instead? How can I do them all? And then it just falls apart. Mm -hmm. Because that's tough to try to do it all. So the other bit of advice with the organic marketing is you start in the center square of you and you figure that out and you take it one step at a time. You don't try to invent everything all at once. Mm -hmm. And I know that's something I've already seen with um, new people who are just getting excited about organic marketing and some of the more experienced people I would remind everybody that a new marketer embarking on this path needs to walk first. They need to Crawl. take it one yeah. little yeah. step at a time. Mm -hmm. And eventually, once they kind of master the, the fundamentals, if you want to call it that, of mm -hmm. kind of how to go about it, then it can get turbocharged. But at the beginning, number one, it's overwhelming. But number two, you don't have to invent your entire online empire in a day. Right. You can invent this piece. This, this one, one video, video, this one thing. The next video that you do is the most important piece of the entire marketing puzzle for you. So just focus on that one video, and that one video doesn't have to be perfect. Well, that's the other and part it of it. It's the most important, so but it, yeah, but it doesn't it have to be. It can be simple. It can be super simple. It can be you holding up your cell phone talking. That is the most important fundamental building block of this well, whole thing. Well, and that's certainly kind of. The, where we came from, it yeah. was very much simple, raw, rough footage of just us trying to share our vision of what our story was and trying to share all of that. And that's when I was saying that the more that we shared it, 
the better I know the more that I speak about it the more I understand it myself so that then when I tell it again I understand it even more and by the time you've done that repetitively and again one at a time though it's not like oh I got to do this a thousand times no just do it one at a time just produce it make that next video the most important video but not don't stress over the most important because as soon as we say most important now there's this assumption that we have to be perfect well it's most important in the present moment, in the moment. and anything will work it doesn't have to be polished and, when and anything is better know, than nothing most important doesn't mean perfect right and it doesn't mean polished most important means next. your present and it's next mm -hmm. yeah I was just recently I watched a video and the speaker was talking to an audience and he said I've learned not to live in time I live in moments so apply marketing that same way is don't put a time frame to it live into that next moment so the next moment is a video which is important to do it's not like you said doesn't have to be perfect or whatever but live into that next moment instead of living 30 moments later let's live to the next moment let's live this one and anticipate the next live this one and anticipate the next and I think marketing you can have a long range long term what you'd like to really see as a result but you don't necessarily have to go I got to do all these steps so I can be there let's do that next most important thing and that's probably where organic marketing really helps frame everything is that there's all these different pieces what's the next most important thing for me to do not what's how do I do them all mm -hmm. because none of us can do them all at one time you know, one other thing that I'd like to share, just because I was thinking about it, is we've been at this for a long time, and we have kind of developed our marketing properties across the web, across the internet. So we have our website, which is fundamentally very, very important. It's the online home and the marketing tic-tac-toe board. We also have Facebook presence, we have YouTube, and we have House, and we have everything that kind of works together. And one thing that I would suggest to people, especially entrepreneurs and small business owners, is don't take any one ele element of it so seriously. Because as you follow this process, you're kind of developing everything and it supports each other. So any one piece like doesn't have to be obsessed over. And mm -hmm. the reason I'm thinking about this is because I was on our website server kind of back end yesterday and we have a ton of files in there and this hosting company is kind of telling me clean up some of your files. And I'm enough of a computer geek to kind of get to a certain point, and then I don't necessarily understand everything past then. So I was kind of poking around doing some things yesterday because that's how I learn. And at one point, I kind of thought I may have erased our entire website. And I didn't panic because so it goes down for a day. I'll just redirect well, a day, a week, a month, whatever it is. I'll just redirect people somewhere else as I bring all those pieces back. But because we don't have all our eggs in one basket, mm -hmm. if something happened like that, I could see some people thinking it's a catastrophe and the world is ending because the website went down. And like I kept trying to reassure myself yesterday that it was working. So if it didn't work today, it wouldn't surprise me. But I also wouldn't like be in a total panic you over it be because it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's you know perfectly fine. If they can't find us there, they're gonna find us somewhere find else. Us in another spot. I, I think that's something that because we have been at it for a while and we've been diligent about staying at it. it we didn't develop it overnight. We didn't have to spend tons of money and tons of you know ex, out of out of pocket expenses to do it. It was more of us investing our time and developing it over like you said a multitude of sources and places. So any one entity, if lost, 
there's something somewhere else. Yeah. And that makes it a lot easier. We don't just disappear. And I think that's people's fear is if, the, if your website's the only thing, you're absolutely you right. Exist. If it goes down, people aren't likely to pick up the yellow pages and go looking for you. They're, it's online, and so I can see why that's so important, which comes to, to that point that it's, it's important to develop it all over the place and not put all your eggs in any one spot. Let them, let them be everywhere because eventually, like in our case, people run into us everywhere we get we get inquiries from all kinds of stuff and you know our stuff gets picked up all over the place now and there's always twitter posts that were mentioned in our articles or used in all of these online daily magazine things and stuff now and mm -hmm. and all that does is just help spread our word even more we keep showing up in more and more places so i'm in full agreement that there's no one of them that's super important all right i think our website's important do you think that's like the most important no i mean it's certainly a square. I think important. it's a very important, but I don't think that we we would say, oh, geez, website, but not Facebook. Yeah. No. You know, I think Facebook or or not YouTube. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, any one of them is tremendously important for us. Absolutely. So on that note, we are looking forward to our upcoming travels. We hope that you'll stay tuned as we move forward. And if you are watching this and you're someone that we've connected with in the pool industry or outside of it, and you're a little more intrigued with what we've got going on now with this online community that we're launching to kind of support and have these types of conversations, please reach out because I'd mm -hmm. love to make sure that you um, jump Get in included. there mm -hmm. at whatever um, place you find yourself now. So, I agree. I think it's important to, you know, get, get people involved that, that really want to grow and change. I think that's one thing that we've continued to want to do for us mm -hmm. is to grow and change and then to help others find their way as well. Yeah, I also have an idea. If Even if you aren't an entrepreneur or small business person, but you would like to be in the group as well as kind of a... Um, guinea pig? Well, a guinea pig or a tester. I'm just thinking, you know, of the wonderful Wendy who watches a lot of our information as a consumer. If you want to kind of be in the market awareness group or the idea bouncing arena, love to have... Um, people like you as well. So Wendy, consider I, this your invitation. I was going to say, I think you pretty much like just invited Wendy in. in. So yeah, and anybody else who um, would kind of want to interact with us in that mm -hmm. way, because I think she especially, you know, of course she loves us and probably you most of all, but really? I know she likes that interaction I as think well, she loves so. all of us. I don't I know that I have the right. exclusive on that. Yeah, that's true. I think she's awesome and she loves us all. Feeling's probably mutual. It is. It yeah. is absolutely mutual. And I think that's that's part of who and what we've become, though, is we want to love people. We want to love everyone where they're at and, and have them be a part of, life, of our lives, if it makes sense. And if we could get more people into the group, that's awesome. Yeah. Because it's just it's just one of those next growth points for everyone. Because even if you're not an entrepreneur now, doesn't mean you won't be someday, small business owner or whatever. And or you, you might be in a role. And you have great ideas. Absolutely. Everyone yeah. has ideas. They just don't have an outlet to share them. Yeah. So, awesome. very cool. See you guys right, next yeah. time.